Butch Mele of the Kubo Innovation Hub joins us in this podcast to discuss their plans on transforming the Philippines startup ecosystem. This is Tech Shake Radio. Startup stories from founders, investors, and influencers. Okay, so we're joined by Butch Mele of Kubo Innovation Hub. Thank you for joining us today. Thanks, Paolo. So how are you, how are you liking like, the Geeks on a Beach vibe? Well, this is my first. It's your first. So I'm loving it. Uh, it's a different crowd that I'm used to. It's a younger crowd. There's a lot of energy, mm-hmm. a lot of drinking, <laughs> which, I, which I enjoy. I'm looking forward to a uh, happy hour. The happy hour hours. later, right? Yeah. And um, I mean, I just love it. And I hope it can get bigger every year. Yes. We'll try and help. Awesome. So is it your first time in Bohol or have you been here frequently? No, I've been in Bohol a couple times before for vacation, but the last time I was here was right after the 7.2 magnitude earthquake because one of the other hats I wear is the uh, head of the Philippine Disaster Resilience Foundation, which is made up of a lot of the major business groups in the country. So even though they compete with each other commercially, we're able to bring them together. And the UN has seen it as a role model for other parts of the country. But um, we're rebuilding a school in Loon, mm-hmm. uh, Bohol, um, other part of the island. I was, I've been there, and then I was actually there when uh, Yolanda, right after Yolanda oh, okay. hit. So um, after that, I visited um, Tacloban in the early days. Mm. So before we actually go and talk about the Kubo Innovation Hub, we want to know actually how you started and why, why, why you entered the startup industry. Well, I, um, I, I spent a lot of time in the United States. I was born here, but I left to uh, go abroad to study. And I wound up working in New York for uh, almost 20 years. And I uh, worked with a company called Beatrice International. It was a uh, African-American-owned company. Uh, he was name was Reg Lewis, married to a Filipina, Lloyda Lewis, who's been um, quite active here. And I worked with them for a number of years. And I helped, um, I helped uh, do their uh, initial public offering on the New York Stock Exchange. In the end, we kind of fell short because of a few things, but at least I got a lot of experience that way. And after a time, I got an offer. I met Manny Panginan, uh, who's the chairman and CEO of PLDT, and he asked me to come back home. I spent more than 20-plus um, years overseas, and I decided to come home because of him. Mm-hmm. And I became his uh, special assistant and first vice president. And I handled uh, the PLDT, PLDT Smart Foundation at the time. And then right after the Ondoy floods, and if you remember that, that was, uh, Manila was kind of devastated. At the time, the Philippines had no Doppler radar. So we didn't even know, we just knew it was going to rain, but we knew, didn't know the intensity. So a lot of people died in their cars, they got trapped. A lot of uh, places got flooded. And we were asked by the president at the time, President Arroyo, to set up a public-private sector partnership. And that was the start of the Philippine Disaster Resilience Foundation, which got even bigger after Yolanda and uh, the earthquake in Bohol, the fighting in Zamboanga. Entering the... Yeah, oh, and then, and, then, yeah. And, then, yeah, <laughs> and then going from there, uh, yeah, that, that was a uh, long segue. Yes, yes. But, uh, you know, <laughs> no but I, um, from there, I... Uh, um, MVP, Manny uh, Pagnina asked me to um, uh, help out with the idea space. And uh, at the time, uh, Earl had, had, had left, and um, we had decided to set up a, um, 
it had been a dream for many years to start a innovation hub. And this, um, we call it now the Kubo Innovation Hub. It's QBO, which is a play on the Filipino word for hut, Kubo. So finally, in just a few weeks ago, we were able to put it together. And I had that now. It's a small team. Kat Chan is, um, is my uh, ED. She's my uh, second in command. Uh, she's and, uh, primarily from idea space. But our direction is a little bit different now because we're focusing on, uh, it's a public-private sector partnership because DOST put in some money, yes. uh, DTI put in the space, so it's all in um, Makati, and then JP Morgan put in some money, and then Idea Space, Idea space is putting in some money as well. So with that, we're, um, the whole idea is to uh, transform the local startup scene because what we've noticed is that uh, many of the startups, it's, they've grown because of uh, a work by Idea Space and Kickstart and Sitina of GoAB. But what we need is to uh, jumpstart these startups from this early stage to the seed capital and Series A. I've been to Hong Kong and Singapore to meet with the funds there. And they say, just get us a company, uh, a few companies, up to about the Series A and papasok na sila. They'll, they'll come in and they're eager to come in. So um, we need to be in, intervene at that stage with mentoring, with introducing them to local and foreign funders. And then the other uh, stage that we're looking at is the pre-IPO. Yes. So uh, because we need some success stories. Yes. We need so that Filipinos won't grow up thinking of going abroad yes. or thinking of uh, working for uh, Procter & Gamble or Unilever. Not that that's bad, but they can, they can see an alternate path and, see, and decide that if they start their own company, they can, uh, they can become rich and yes. in turn help this country, which I think is a good thing because they'll create jobs for other people. So we're trying to re-change re that culture uh, because it can sometimes be a very risk-averse culture. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, a lot yes. of our parents will tell their children, you know, not to try this, because it's risky, be a lawyer, stay here, doctor. yeah, be a lawyer, <laughs> be a doctor, or, uh, you know, not be a lawyer. But uh, <laughs> if too many lawyers, but uh, to be an entrepreneur, to actually take a chance yes. where the uh, risks can be uh, are there, but the potential rewards are huge. So we need, if we can just get a few success stories, like Grab or Alibaba, not even on that scale, but if we, uh, so we, we're, we're pushing to have a few um, companies exit, yes. uh, either through a sale an IPO. Now we've set up a um, working group, the Philippine Stock Exchange. That's one way, one exit is a potential IPO. They have a smaller board for SME board. I think you need 15 million pesos. Cumulative, yeah, na, earnings over three years. So you can lose money over two years, but third year you can make money as long as it's 15 million over three years. And then the valuation could be close to like 100 million. But we're also studying young other exchange. Yeah, it's not too bad. Yeah. We're also studying exchanges in other countries. Hong Kong, I've had a group studying um, Australia and um, Singapore. Singapore is something called Catalyst. Yes. Uh, Australia has a, a small exchange. That, that, the, list, the requirements are really loose when you could get listed on it. But um, I think they're tightening up a little. But that's one example which we, all of these are passing on to the PSE. We studied it, they're looking at it, see if we can replicate it here. But the exchange that was most uh, 
might be best for us is yung um, the one done by India. It's the institutional trading platform. And uh, it was specifically started to keep Indian startups in India, not to let them migrate abroad. And so that board was to give them liquidity, a chance to exit, and to keep them in India and keep the jobs in India. So it's part of the Indian Stock Exchange. So we're looking at it. The PSE, Philippine Stock Exchange, is looking at it. And if we can set up some kind of board for startups, because we think they want, first of all, uh, they want to broaden the investor base. They realize that the ones investing in stocks are actually the younger people. But they think if we have some exciting young companies with some earnings and some track record that they can bring to the market, then even more young people will come into the market and want to invest. And that's the beginning. So that's one possible exit. The other exit uh, is, is uh, selling out to one of the larger local companies or foreign companies. Okay, then yun. But we need some success stories so that we can showcase what the, uh, the Filipino companies can do and what Filipino entrepreneurs can do. That's very, very interesting. It's like you're treating or helping the startup industry from basically start to finish, which is yeah. the eventual exit. Yeah. And it's also very timely because now we're receiving more and more uh, support from the government. So it's all about just you know creating the relationships and continuing it with the government sector and the private sector and also the startup community in itself. So that's very, very exciting. Um, so in terms of your um, current program in Kubo Innovation Hub, what type of startups are you looking for right now? We're, we're looking for two kinds. One, uh, that are not just early stage, but have moved on a little bit. They're ready for some seed capital and even maybe Series A funding. So they're a little bit larger and uh, a little bit more of a track record. That's one set. And then that their model is scalable. The other set is the larger startups, which might be ready for an IPO or a sale exit, either to local or foreign funders. And uh, if you can get some of those uh, companies together, We'll do everything we can to help them, link them up with the funders, local uh, corporations, because I've already got all the uh, big companies on the PDRF board. Yes. So if we can work together for disasters, maybe you can work together in helping the startup community here in the Philippines. Definitely. And um, I think they also want a pipeline into this innovation, eh? which, which, innov which Kubo can be. Now, the other thing that we're looking at is uh, raising a core of senior, retired senior executives and we have a ton of them, and they'd like nothing better than to help uh, mentor these uh, startups. Uh, there might be a stage where a startup might need a change in the management team yes. before they go public. They will have to take a look at their financials to make sure they're ready. We'll have to talk about corporate governance, compliance, those two sorts of things, so that they can be ready for the, um, to be for the public and have a good story as well. And uh, I think all these guys can help there. Plus, we're also looking at some retired foreign executives. Um, I won't tell you where, but uh, we, I know that there's a bunch of people that uh, might be ready to come over to the Philippines. The third element of this is, um, you know, I showed that Silicon Valley, uh, Valley slides about the TV series. Yeah, yeah. We want Filipino-Americans who've had Silicon Valley experience yes. come back here because they can provide that spark and that knowledge that sometimes the local guys don't have. We just need to broaden the minds of, of uh, people here and open them up. And if that means taking them abroad on road shows so they can meet these guys or taking those guys from overseas coming over here to do uh, Kubo lectures, uh, then we'll, we'll, we'll do that. But um, I, as I said before, our goal is to have a few successes and we, have, we want to do it within a two-year time frame if kung kaya.
That's interesting. It's like um, you're trying to do a reverse brain drain, basically, bringing them back here. Like yes. Filipinos who've migrated, studied in like the U.S. or Canada, then attracting them back to build their startups here. So in that in that sense, though, how do you plan to actually well, attract? <laughs> yeah, you came back. How do you plan to attract them to actually come back to the Philippines or go to the Philippines in the first place? Well, I think many of them miss, uh, miss the Philippines yes. too. I mean, they're, they're lonely no matter where they are. Yeah. And uh, if given the opportunity and the rewards are, are great, when they see that the startup community here is vibrant, mm -hmm. we've got the technical expertise, we've got the creativity, and there's this drive that I'm picking up here from Goab. Yes. There's this yes. real drive and this youth uh, that I'm... Uh, I'm, I'm imbibing and uh, if we can get that uh, you know to the people overseas now pretty polito no and uh, I think some of them are going to come back uh, the uh, labor is less expensive and yet they're more dedicated the people are nicer I can you I think you can have a great lifestyle here in the Philippines yes you've got yes. geeks on the beach I mean you can be uh, you know you can uh, live by the beach and have a great with happy uh, hour by great company yeah, yeah happy, happy hour, hour. Later I think their happy hours pretty long here too <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's not a bad lifestyle, and especially if you go to these islands. I've, um, as part of PDRF, I've gone to different parts of the world, and you'd be surprised how many foreigners want to, like, they want to buy an island in the yeah. Philippines, or they want to live here and get a resort, that sort of thing. I mean, so sometimes we just don't appreciate how much we have eh, and how lucky we are. Uh, it can be hot here, but it's not as hot as Singapore. And that we have so much here. I mean, so much beauty. Yes, definitely. And uh, the thing about the Filipinos, tire yeah. generally. Very we really are uh, very nice, except in traffic. You know, <laughs> yeah. drive, once they get in a car, you know, they just don't follow the rules. They become different people. But otherwise, mabait sila. Yes, yes. I'm hoping that we can get these guys back. And if they come back even for one or two months, that's fine. When is the program starting? Well, as soon as we can get it going, we have a small team. Um, we want to try and form an advisory board, and we're going to try and big rope in some of the big taipans. Uh, the one thing about uh, Kubo is that we're trying to make it, uh, it's not, we want to be, make it inclusive and multi-sectoral, so that we're not linked to any one particular business group, uh, but we want to include everybody. Uh, Manny Panginan is my boss, my chairman. Also, our chairman, one of the three chairmen over at PDRF, but yeah, over there we also have Jaime Augusto de Ayala as the chair and Cardinal Tagle. And we have uh, Mr. Aboitis, Mr. Lopez, uh, Doris Ho, um, and the whole set of uh, Ed Shu of Shell and the chairman and CEO of Coke. So, if we can duplicate that kind of structure and get them to invest, put a little bit of money into uh, Kubo Ventures. Might be I have Kubo Ventures, we might spin it off so we can take some equity. And then uh, if we can get them to do that, then uh, I think we'll be off and running. That sounds very, very exciting. I it mean, is. Not only for like the startups who are actually going to like join Kubo eventually, but also for the Philippines in general. Because you're right, like creating these type of um, environments and these type of initiatives will also create more jobs. Like That is the end goal, to actually push up like and um, uh, evolve and make the Philippines a much, much greater and stronger place to, like, in terms of technology and also, yeah, and also in terms of economics also. So, That's right, Paolo, yeah. because I think uh, we want to grow the pie. And, um, you know, sometimes, like I heard somebody say yesterday, well, she feels guilty when she makes money, but actually she shouldn't. Because, you know, I mean, being um, 
getting the money and doing well, I think that's that's a good thing. Yeah. You know, it's not a bad thing, and you shouldn't be ashamed of it. Mm. Because uh, if you do well, then you'll be able to create jobs for other people, and you'll create uh, wealth for, for other people as well. So I think the startup should go for that. Uh, and there's nothing wrong with being um, creating wealth for yourself and for your employees. We also want to encourage young stock options, because that uh, that's what drives people in Silicon Valley. Hopefully that will uh, spread over here. Uh, I know see Manny Pangilinan does that, uh, so that it really drives his executives to achieve. When they see that the, if the company improves, their options uh, will improve as well. And then, uh, and then everybody takes a piece of the pie. I mean, um, you know, you keep your employees happy and your company's uh, yes, doing well. Definitely. Well, I'm sold. When, 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 when do I start well, then? <laughs> well, we, we want to, we, we have yeah. a short time frame and yeah, we want okay. to get this going fast. And so there's a sense of urgency. I have a small team, but they're pretty dedicated. And uh, I invite you to come and visit us. Uh, one of our work streams is to set up continuous activities because we also want to help uh, the startup community. And so we're going to have uh, Kubo nights and we'll have, uh, we hope uh, we'll have dirty ice cream oh, nice. and uh, taho. <laughs> Maybe not on the same night. <laughs> you might get sick. But, uh, you know, and then uh, Kubo uh, beer nights and all that stuff. But uh, I've got somebody working on that set of activities. Uh, and as I said, everybody's welcome. It's not, it's not exclusive to any one particular company or business group. How can our listeners reach out to you and where do we find you? So that we can also visit like Kubo Innovation Hub. Well, we've got a uh, Facebook page and uh, it's out there. I think if they just Google uh, QBO, Innovation Hub, it should pop up. And um, we're just beginning our social media push. Uh, just remember, we just got launched a few weeks ago, but I think within two weeks, we've accomplished a lot because uh, we've set up the links with the Philippine Stock Exchange. Mm -hmm. We've set up links with the Singapore funders and the Hong yes. Kong funders. And now we're here. We've, we've uh, launched here at Kubo. At I mean at uh, Goab. So uh, we're moving. Uh, I've got a lot of meetings next week. Awesome. But um, just wish us luck, because if you can get uh, one or two success stories, the whole community is going to gain. So your office is in, along Jupiter, right, or along Bendia in DTI? Yes, 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 we're there. I'm not there all the time because I've got a couple of other things. But our staff is our staff is there and. Uh, they're all pretty dedicated guys. We've got an intern from Stanford University, Jacob uh, Levy. He's a good guy. Mm. So anybody can like drop by in and say hello? Yes, uh, it depends <laughs> because, you know, it's a DTI building and uh, I don't want everybody to come in. <laughs> yeah. I don't want everybody to come in. But I mean, uh, it generally, if, if you're a startup uh, person, uh, you know, we'll, we'll try and make sure we get somebody to, uh, to talk to you. And uh, we're going to try and figure out where you fit in the, in the universe. No? Are you here? Uh, early stage or in the uh, seed capital or are you closer to, uh, to an exit? Of course, of course. Any final message? Well, I've been uh, real happy just to be part of this scene. <laughs> and uh, I think your group, Paolo, is really one of the, you know, you've got a mission too. I think um, if you can build up your company and uh, increase the number of uh, listeners and build up the, uh, the users of your, uh, of your technology, I think you've got a great future too, because I know that uh, there are companies overseas who are looking exactly for this type of thing. Yes. So uh, the key for you is you've got to drive traffic uh, to, your, uh, to your tech startup. And if you can do that, I can tell you, um, you know, 
there might be uh, opportunities. Thank you so much for the kind words. And we're also very lucky to have you and Kubo Innovation Hub helping the country. And it was a pleasure talking to you. Thank you so much, Butch. Para sa bayan. We'd like to thank Butch for taking the time off to speak with us, Geeks on the Beach admin team for letting us use that small corner for the interview, and of course, J.R. Guelias for the awesome sound production. You can find him at jrguelias.com. Thank you for listening to Tech Shake Radio.